Today is March the 30th. Is the New Testament sexist? Let's find out together as we study Mark 15, verses 40 and 41. As we work our way through uh, the story of uh, the Passion Week, the last hours of Jesus' life on earth, uh, we have come to the crucifixion and we have seen uh, Jesus now crucified. He is now dead. In Mark chapter 15, starting in verse 40, some women were there watching from a distance, including Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph, and Salome. They'd been followers of Jesus and had cared for him while he was in Galilee. Many other women who had come with them to Jerusalem were also there. Now it's interesting that Mark writes of the disciples who abandoned Jesus, but the women were present. The women went to the cross. They didn't have the same fear that uh, uh, the, the other disciples had. Um, Mark mentions that there were others also there. Actually, if we look at uh, some of the other evangelists, uh, Matthew chapter 27, verse 56 says, uh, many women who had come from Galilee with Jesus to care for him were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Matthew adds a different Mary here. In the book of Luke, chapter 24, um, at this point in uh, the story, Luke simply says, uh, chapter 24, verse 55, as his body was taken away, the women from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. Then they went home to prepare spices and ointments to anoint his body. But by the time they were finished, the Sabbath had begun. So they rested as required by the law. Now, in and of itself, Luke doesn't mention any additional uh, uh, women by name. But in chapter 24, when we come to the story of the resurrection, uh, Luke says, but very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared. And later in verse 10, he names them. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, a new name, Mary the mother of James, and several other women. So we're beginning to get a fuller list, which is completed when we get to the book of John. John chapter 19, verse 25. Of course, in John 19, we already see Mary standing near the cross where Jesus' mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. <clears throat> Mary Magdalene is the one that's mentioned in all four of the Gospels. 
We have here a total of eight women who were named. Now it's possible that there's some overlap here. Perhaps Mary the mother of James the Lesser and Mary uh, the wife of Clopas might have been the same person. Uh, but we have a minimum of six distinct individuals, a maximum of eight women. And there may have been others. There may have been others who were unnamed. Now the reason this is important is because in Scripture, the women were named as eyewitnesses of Jesus' death. It's interesting because in a court of law, that would be inadmissible evidence. Women were not allowed to uh, bear testimony in a court of law. But in Scripture, it's uh, kind of ahead of its time in saying these women were there. These women saw what was happening. These women uh, are eyewitnesses. And that's okay by us. Um, going on through um, <clears throat> the New Testament, we see a very different approach to women on the part of New Testament authors. So much so that Paul, in the book of Galatians, chapter 3, verse 28, writes, there is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, you're all one in Christ. Now, Paul wasn't saying that those differences no longer exist. What he's saying is that those differences are no longer important, uh, the difference between Jew and Greek. You are still Jewish or Greek, but that no longer bears any importance in the Christian church. You are still male or female, but that is no longer important inside the church. In the same way in Acts chapter 16, starting in verse 13 on the Sabbath, this is Luke's testimony, Luke's uh, recollection of the first few days that Paul and his missionary team spent in what today is actually Europe. Uh, they were in uh, Philippi. On the Sabbath, we went a little way outside the city to a riverbank where we thought people would be meeting for prayer. Now, Paul is following a Jewish law, a Jewish uh, uh, Talmudic law, that in any city which has 10 or more Jewish men, they were to form a synagogue. If they were 10 or less, then on the Sabbath they were to meet by running water, by a river for prayer. There was no synagogue, so Paul assumed there's very few Jews here. So he went to the river on the Sabbath and he found several women. We sat down to speak with some of the women who had gathered there. One of them was Lydia from Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth who worshiped God. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted what Paul was saying. 
Luke goes on to say that she was baptized and she invited Paul to come and stay with her at her home. The point is this, the first convert in Europe is a woman. And Luke registers that. Now to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 16. All through the book of Romans, Paul has written them saying, I've never been to Rome. This is my gospel. This is my theology. Hear it. Understand it. Then in chapter 16, he names people who can bear witness of what Paul is like. The first person he mentions, I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in Sencrea. Sencrea is a suburb of Corinth by naming Phoebe as a member of that church, calling her a deacon. What he's saying is she founded that church. She is the pastor of that church. She's the leader. The New Testament is way ahead of its time. Now, there are times when Paul and others say things that may sound to us in the 21st century like uh, problematic, like sexist, but they were way ahead of their time. Paul takes pains to say women are valuable in God's kingdom. Listen to them. I invite you to like or subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this devotional. If you have questions for us, email them to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow we'll answer the question, did Jesus really die?